welcome to Building Championship Men. Building Championship Men is sponsored by Life Bridge Academy, or LBA. LBA is a Christian men's character and leadership development program where we want to call men up in life. For more information, contact us via email at drrick at lifebridgeacademy.com. That's drrick, D-R-R-I-C-K, at lifebridgeacademy.com. Now, on to the podcast. Hi, Dr. Rick Servine again, uh, Director of LifeBridge Academy, and our mission today is building championship men. We want to build men who not only win at life, but who hold up the trophy, the mantle of masculinity. Men who shine, who, who other men look at and say, I want to be like that man. So that is what we're working to do, and today I am really excited uh, for the guest we have. Uh, he is a friend, uh, a mentor, an encourager, uh, <laughs> accountability partner, you know, counselor. Uh, he is the man actually responsible for uh, leading me into uh, authentic masculinity, and and uh, I'm I'm just thankful to have him with us here today. His name is Dr. Robert Lewis. Uh, he is. Uh, a gentleman who uh, helped put together the original Quest for Authentic Manhood, and it turned out to be a life changer for me. So just welcome in, Robert, and, and how you doing today, Robert? Ricky, I, I'm honored to be with you, my brother. It's been, uh, we've had a long and uh, I think really adventuresome relationship together, yeah. Yeah. Uh, starting with uh, a letter you sent to me, and uh <laughs> where you were wanting to go deeper into uh, biblical masculinity, and that led to uh, a long-standing relationship yes, that yes. we've had, a film series that we got to do together yes, as well, yes. and, uh, yeah. and then where you are today, and I'm just rejoicing what God's done in your life. Yeah, I, I remember that, that letter very well. That was 1997 uh, when that letter, I wrote it, and uh, that was just the beginning of an awesome friendship uh, with you, and uh, again, I'm just so thankful that, uh, you know, uh, that God used you to point me in the right direction. You know, we always need somebody to help yeah. us see, and I don't, know, I don't know if it was you, but somebody said that we need three sets of eyes to watch out for, because we can't watch out for danger by ourselves. Uh, we don't see what's beside us or behind us, and so we need somebody else and that's important yeah. for men to know. You need to have uh, what I call trustworthy uh, companions in your life. Uh, men who that's will not right. beat you down, but will build you up. So uh, yeah. So what's going on? What's new with you? <laughs> well, I am, uh, and I've mentioned this to you before when we talked personally, but uh, just now launching the new national ministry that I worked on for the last year called Better Man. And... Uh, we have produced uh, a set of resources for large group uh, men's experiences, small group, and even virtual groups. And uh, we launched that this last week. And uh, we also launched a new book that our organization and the George Barna Research Group did on where men are today in America. 
and okay, that book okay. will be released June the 9th. So there's a lot of things happening around this uh, national release. And for those who are listening today, um, if you're a man wanting to get some men together, like Ricky just talked about, and explore what I call biblical masculinity, you could go to our website, betterman.com, and all the uh, resources are available there. And mm -hmm. as I told Ricky uh, a few weeks ago, all our resources are free. That's the, I've never been able to offer free resources, but those resources are free that you can use and choose from at betterman.com. So a lot's happening in that regard, Ricky. So I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, no, that's right. So am I. I, I. Like you said, I received my Better Man material, and I've gone through it. I'm excited about going deeper into that. Uh, I spoke with one of my other accountability partners here, and you know, I have two other guys that I'm saying, no, you guys are going to have to do this with me. Uh, and they're kind of excited about doing that also. And, and so, yeah. yeah. And, and you, you hit something on a nail on the head when you said it's biblical manhood. Uh, yeah. I know this wasn't on the list, but why is that important? Well, I think manhood is one of those issues where you've got to come to a place where you go, is manhood something that's made by the culture at the time? Uh, is manhood something we just make up on our own? Or is manhood something that God has um, commissioned us to discover and embrace as we walk with him? So it's, it's not just created by us. It's something that's timeless. And uh, as you know, um, we believe it's something that's timeless. It's something that's revealed in the scripture. Right. When God created the very first man, he created him. He created man not to just make stuff up. He created man with a job description, with a uh, with a uh, sense of launching to follow after God and discover mm -hmm. what that manhood's yeah. about. And I think it's found in the Scripture. So uh, when I say it's biblical manhood, it's manhood that uh, we take guys on a journey to look into the Scriptures and discover what God has revealed there that mm -hmm. is a timeless manhood for all men for all time and uh, we just need to know what that is and embrace it and it leads to what i call a very fruitful life-giving and satisfying life amen amen you know it was funny because i was reading something out of jeremiah earlier earlier just today out of the sixth chapter and it says this it's sixth chapter and 16th verse thus saith the lord stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths where is the yeah. good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, yeah. we will not walk therein. But what, what, what was amazing to me, it was like, go back to the old past. Go back to the good yeah. way, the way things worked. Uh, it's yeah. like, we don't want to go back to the old. We want to have continuous new, and that seems to be where our problems are. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's get to our questions. Uh, because I'm really excited. I want to hear uh, what you have to say. Uh, you always come up with something good. I have to take notes and uh, use it myself, <laughs> you know. I don't even tell you. I just use it. That's, if Robert said it, I'm, you know, I'm a, yeah, let's say it. So the first one that I want to ask you is, what does it mean to you as a father, as a man, when you see yourself reflected in your child? Yeah, you know, I, Ricky, I really think there's, there's two great moments in a man's life with his children. Mm -hmm. uh, 
the first is on the day of their birth. Right. I, I remember oh, yeah. when my first born was uh, born, and I just remember what an unbelievable moment that was to realize that between my wife and I, we had created another life. And, yes, uh, yes. And, and, and you have this experience that you, you partnered with God to create another eternal being. And so there's a wow moment at the day of your children's birth. I had that with all four of my kids, that wow moment. But I think there's a second wow moment that goes along with your question. And that is years later when they are grown and if they were raised well and if they responded well, where you look at your son or daughter and you realize that they have grown up and accepted the responsibilities of life and that they have become a difference maker, that they are somebody who is uh, going to contribute to the kingdom of God because they've embraced the Lord Jesus in their life, but they've also embraced a responsible life where they are life givers rather than life takers. Mm -hmm. And and I can still remember the wow moment of looking across the room when my son had finished college and he was standing there, he'd just gotten a job, and I realized wow, he has grown up and he has embraced a, a, a manhood that is going to make him somebody who's going to be a credit to society, not somebody who is going to take from society and abuse right, it. Right. And, and when you know you've not only launched a kid at birth, but you've got a child who is reflecting the best of who you are and mm -hmm. also the best of who God is, Okay. I mean, suddenly um, you feel like you've done it. Right. You've done it. You've done what God has asked you to do. Well, I'm just saying, so what it means to me is when I look at, at a son or daughter and I see in them the not the worst of me, which they could have been, <laughs> right. but the best of me, right. the best of me, but also the best of me in, in the sense that they are also partnering with God to live their life and that they are going to be kingdom difference makers. Yes. That's when life has a what I call the big celebration. There's a celebration at their birth, yes. but when yes. they become difference makers, there's even yes. a bigger celebration. You've launched a real man or woman of God. Yes, and, and, and I just think that that's something satisfying in itself to say, you know oh, what? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. You know, yeah. And so, yeah. you know, is that like an LBA, we have a, a fourfold prong and a foundation. And you said something that reminded me of that. And that is the first thing is we want the man to do the first, the best thing for, or the right thing for himself spiritually. In other words, make sure his relationship with God is right. Secondly, do the right thing for his family and children that he's fathered. Because I don't care if you're no longer with the mother of the children, you still need to be in those children's life. They need That's you right. as a dad. That's right. Third, we want you to become a giver in the church and not just a taker. In other, in other words, we want you to add something to the local body. We want you to give yeah. back. And third, we want you to become a change agent for good in the community. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you, I have a, uh, something happened to me uh, a few years ago. I was on my way out to work, and a young man came from across the street, and he said, Dr. Servant, can I ask you something? I said, sure. He said, you go to work every day. I said, yeah. He said, you used to ride the bus. I said, yeah. And now you have a car. 
I said, yeah. He thought for a minute. He said, you know what? I think I can do that. And the reason why I tell that is because we never know who's watching us in our community. Right. And we always right. have to be on point. I mean, it's an easy thing to do when you're walking in integrity and you love God and you're trying to walk with God. But that just <laughs> brought that up. I know that sometimes I get off, go off the ranch because I get excited and passionate about uh, men have, having an opportunity to become the best version of themselves. Yeah, that's uh, right. And, oh. when a, and when a man does that, Ricky, when a man becomes the best version of himself, yes, he gives life to others. Yes. He becomes the life giver that Jesus was. I mean, Jesus yes. is called the life-giving spirit. Yes. I can't think of like, any greater compliment to a man no. yeah. than to say, that, that guy is a life giver. That's he gives right. life to people everywhere he goes. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I've learned that not not only from you, but from other men I've met and places I've gone. And, you know, when you can give life to people, they want to be around you. You know, when you give right. life to people, they want to listen to you because they know you're not trying to just sell them anything, but you want to give them life-lifting words of encouragement and, and strength, et cetera. And, all. and so it's an awesome task, but it's a joy. It, it really is. It is. So. Okay, uh, the second question then is, what do you believe are the top three character traits every man needs to build in his life? That's probably a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, when you have to reduce it down to three, it, it becomes a little harder. <laughs> well, I mean, but, we, you know, you know we, I'll, I'll tell you one of the things, one of the first things that came to my mind, and it comes to my mind because I've worked with men so for so long, Mm -hmm. But I would say one of the top character traits is self-awareness. Hmm. Because okay. because when you're, you uh, are aware of who you are, your strengths and weaknesses, okay. you're, yeah. you're much more able to uh, navigate life uh, and correct yourself without having others to have to correct you. Right. Because you're aware of your strengths and weaknesses, you make good choices, you choose things that maximize your your best self, and you stay away from things that you might want to think you're good at, but you're not. So you minimize your weaknesses, you maximize your strengths. You don't have to have your wife telling you what your weaknesses are. Right. You're aware of your weaknesses. Right, right. But you're also aware of where you ought to invest yourself, because self-awareness is something that's very difficult for people. It's it, it, because we live in a world of what we want to be, what we right. think we are. Yes, but yes. when you have an accurate reading on who you are, uh, that lets you live life uh, in a much more stable and consistent yes, yes, way. So I would say self-awareness is a huge uh, character trait we all ought to shoot for uh, to know who we are and what we're good at and what we're not good at. I think the second trait uh, is the one that uh, the Scripture holds up a lot, and that is, you're humble and teachable. Yes, that is uh, important. Yeah, you know, it, it, you know, Jesus was somebody who was meek and lowly of heart, which sounds like a weakness, but it really was a premier strength because humility allows you to uh, be open to what life is really saying, not to what you want it to say, <laughs> and uh, you become teachable. And a teachable yes, yes, yes. person is a constantly growing person. Yes, that's right. I mean. The guys that I meet who you who would be considered great in the eyes of the world, one of the things I've come to see about all those guys, 
is even when they've achieved really great things, they're still wanting to learn. Right. They're still wanting yeah. to get better. They're still humble about life. They're still teachable. And that's what makes them great. Yeah. So being humble and teachable is a huge character trait. And then maybe uh, if I have to choose a third one, it would be uh, that uh, a person who I think is a real difference maker is other centered. Mm. He's not always thinking about what it does for him. Right, he's right. thinking about what he can do for others. So he's constantly blessing and serving others because his eye is on wanting to be uh, a credit to other people. So he's thinking about how he can make a difference in the lives of others. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'll put on, all of that can fit under the big heading godliness but but right if i were to pull specific things out uh that i think are the top character traits of a, a guy who is a man who makes a big difference in the lives of others he's got a good self-awareness yes, he's yes. he's humble, humble and teachable and, um, and he's other centered that's, that's a guy that's going to make a difference yeah i mean that that couple things come to mind and my i always tell people the definition of joy is Jesus, others, and yourself. If we can yeah. live that out, where Jesus is first and then others, and make myself last, uh, you find a whole lot more joy in life. Uh, so, but you know, it's, right. it's interesting because one of the things that happened to me after you and I first met and we start, started going through the material and started teaching the material and everything is, I began to sit down with myself and ask myself, who am I? Uh, yeah. That, that, that self-awareness. Yeah, you know, and why am I doing the things that I do? And, yeah. and I think all men need to have that moment where they have that conversation with themselves and, yeah. and get away from all of the, uh, the, you know, all the noise, all, you know, get out, turn the TV off, turn the radio off, and just sit there and, you know, why do I do the things that I do and what can I do better? And, I mean, when you said it, it reminded me that that's a journey that's worth traveling, uh, that self-awareness. It is. Yeah. It is because if you don't understand yourself, yeah. you are living in a self-deceiving fog. <laughs> and all you do is end up hurting others and hurting yourself. Yeah. And then you're constantly trying to uh, explain yourself away, uh, you know, why you did what you do and make excuses. But the truth is you're just in a fog. You're, yeah. you're deceived. Yeah. Self-awareness <laughs> is a great liberator. Yes, it is. <laughs> Yes, it is. I, I'm. I just want to testify. <laughs> yeah, and and when you're other centered, Ricky, when you when you get to where you want to make a difference in the lives of yes. others, you know, because most of our life we, you know, you, you kind of tend to naturally be self centered, right? And you want people to do stuff for you, and and the more you live that way as you grow up as an adult, the mm -hmm. less life you get. You have to yeah. grab even more. And mm -hmm. then one day, if you become other-centered, you discover what Jesus said was kind of the great principle of life, and that is it's more blessed to give than to That's receive. Right. That's right. Because you understand that there's a real secret in life, and the secret is this. The more I want to bless and give to others, mm -hmm. the more they not only benefit, but I get more life. That's right. It comes That's back right. to me. That's right. And and that's counterintuitive, but when you, when you find out that Jesus knew exactly what he was talking about— that yes. you are blessed as you become a blessing, yes. then life becomes a totally different perspective. I, you you want to give to others 
because the more you give to others, the more really you get blessed in doing that. And uh, that's why that's why Jesus made that statement. It's more blessed to give than to receive. It yeah. really is. Yeah, and you know, it, it just it's ironic because right now uh, at my church, I've been teaching on uh, the Sermon on the Mount, and we know in there uh -huh. that Jesus talks about. You know, don't do your alms or your good works to be seen. Because if you're doing them to be seen, that is your reward. But if you do your good works in whatever manner they are, you know, you, you becoming a life-giving spirit to others. Uh, he said, your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And I say that because I always tell folks when they talk about LBA is, I don't need my picture in the paper. I don't need you to write nothing about me. When my men win in life, that's my pat on the back. When they right. when they get that career, Amen. when they stop having you know going from job to job to job and get a career that they're going to keep for the rest of their life, that's when I win. Uh, that's right. I had a, a wife tell me she she said I don't know what y'all are teaching down there at LBA, but I sure hope y'all keep on teaching it. <laughs> when you hear things like that, that's a pat sure. on the back, and that's well, what I go because for. Because you feel in that moment God's pleasure. Yes, yes. Why you were created? You're doing what. You were created to do. You're, you're, you're building the kingdom of God, and you're building people up to be better. And that's what Jesus came to do. Yes. And if I'm gonna follow Him, I need to do what He did. Uh, that's right. So, okay. Well, let's go into the third chapter now. You know, anytime I, I was just sitting here thinking, maybe I'm gonna bring you back one time and just let you teach us something, uh, because, <laughs> like me, you are a natural-born teacher, uh, and you love to share with. Well, that's all the time we have right now uh, with Dr. Lewis. Uh, part two will be next time. So we'll be looking forward to seeing you then. We hope you got a winning tidbit today. Something that will help you build that championship character. Look for our next podcast coming soon. Again, you can contact us via email at Dr. Rick, D-R-R-I-C-K, at Life, L-I-F-E, Bridge Academy.com. And men, keep stepping up.